Good morning, and thank you so much for joining me in the morning quickie. We are at what? Day four of no no shit November. Gotta be honest, hasn't been going exactly as planned, but we're in flex, we're in flow. We don't want to get bogged down in failures and imperfection because that'll derail the whole thing. I definitely want to stick to more of a militant style. So with that, we take, we learn, we forge forward, and we continue to do what it takes. No shit to get done. I'm 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 at day four right now, still recording, still making the effort and knocking off other different things and staying consistent. Got to get more structure, more organization. And that's what I've learned is it's a lot of the prep work. You have to sit down. You get to sit down and you get to do the work beforehand to set yourself up for success. When you're in it, it's a little bit harder for you to create the structure. It's like when you're swimming and you want to create a boat to to sail while in the water. Now, it doesn't mean you should wait till you have the perfect vessel before you leave. Get your basics, set sail, and then you can adjust as you go. And that's what I'm looking to do is flex, flow, go with the tide, ride the waves, ride the storms, but continue on course towards the destination while enjoying the journey. So last night, I watched another episode of Shit's Creek. I don't know if anybody's seen Shit's Creek. Spoiler alert, I'm probably going to talk about a few things. Maybe I won't. I will do my best. But I want to talk about this show being that, you know, entertainment is huge and Netflix is pretty big. And I've been searching for comedies, shows, movies for quite some time. And Shit's Creek is definitely the best comedy show on Netflix that I know of that I've seen in quite a while. And it's been such a pleasant surprise. And I was, I think I was a doubter and a hater for quite a long time being that I didn't know much about the show. I heard it. I heard the premise and was like, man, I also Eugene Levy wasn't, I guess you could say huge fan. I didn't hate him. I thought some of the stuff he did was great, but I didn't think he could man his like lead, be the leading star of a show. And I didn't know how, you know, what kind of cast you'd put around him and what kind of show you'd be able to create where he'd be able to to shine. But they did it. And it was even I think it was it kind of hit me a little bit deeper when I realized it was written and created by him and his son. Dan Levy, which is kind of, I think, really, really cool. Like, I didn't even realize that his son was even in the business, which I don't know if he was. I know he maybe he's done a little bit here and there, but I wasn't 100% sure that he was even an actor. He definitely, after this show, this show definitely blew him up pretty big. And now you see him on commercials just being himself. But I don't think he really had anything before this. Maybe he he seemed to have been himself for a little bit, which is kind of funny. It's if I'm looking at his credits, he was in a 
a couple of small films like Cyber Stalker, Mission, Stage Fright, nothing I would write home about and nothing. And then his TV, it said he was like MTV Live. He was himself. The After Show, he was himself. Degrassi Goes to Hollywood was a character. But then Dan Daniel Levy's Holly Do's and Don'ts, it was himself. Canadian smartest person himself and then Shit's Creek like I don't know like I didn't know this guy existed let alone for him to be able to just be himself and get paid to be himself on a show that is got to be strictly because his dad which is nepotism at its best which I usually would get pretty pissed about but then when you actually get to see how great of a character he created with David I, I guess I there's talents there that I didn't know. But yeah, it's crazy that he had he was just able to be himself. Maybe he's huge in Canada because I didn't even realize this until just now that this is technically a Canadian show. I guess, and I I think this actually was actually featured somewhere else, and then Netflix picked it up, and then it finally got its dues on Netflix. I think. For a while, it was going there, and nobody knew about it, and then Netflix kind of brought it to brought it to the mainstream. But anyways, I'm really glad it did. And if you don't know about Schitt's Creek, it's basically about a family who was rich, lose all their money, and have to go live in a small town and deal with small town issues and small town problems when they're high society. So it's just like a crashing of two worlds. And then there's this beautiful character development among each one of the characters where they're still themselves, but you can see they've grown except for one character. And that character is played by Catherine O'Hara. And it's Moira Rose, who I think had the worst character development and the worst arc and by far my least favorite character. I don't, Usually, I don't know, I try to avoid the word hate, but every time she's on screen, every time I don't know why, but I hate her character. I don't see anything redeemable overall. Like, there's some things here and there, she'll have her moments, but it's almost like she stumbles across being a genuinely good person and, and an interesting character and redeemable. But then the majority of the time, and I don't know if that was intentional, if they intentionally had to have somebody who was a shitty person. So that way everybody else looks better. I'm not sure, but when it comes to character development and arcs and growth, I see a lot of that throughout the thing for every character except for her character. And maybe with Roland, you know, I don't, that's my second least favorite because I like Chris Elliott a lot. I like a lot of his other work. I think he's absolutely hilarious. But in this one, again, I think they take the his character and they did it okay and then they just double down on it and they beat it to death they beat a dead horse and they keep beating it and they keep beating it and it just loses its charm completely loses its charm at some point it's just annoying and it's predictable and yeah most shows become predictable closer to the end because they have a formula and they do it but his predictability is just super fucking annoying because it's never going to be good on the other side and then the moment you think it's going to be something good he goes and shits on it again. Literally, his last name's Roland Shit, and he constantly just shits on scenes and episodes, which is unfortunate. Like I said, I 
love the actor and I think I appreciate the character for what he was, but he has no growth. He he's just a stay stay hard neutral character that just isn't enjoyable really. Another breakout person that I really love was Emily Hampshire's. Oh my god. I don't know if that's a Hampshire. Hampshire? I don't know. I feel like I fucked that up. Anyway, Stevie Bud, I love her character. I loved it at first. And then they did this weird thing in the beginning, or this weird thing when they 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 just did something with her character. I wasn't a big fan. And then they brought it to another level. And now I like where they what they're doing with this character. They're helping her grow, but they're also keeping a piece of her as well. And she's really becoming multidimensional. It's really awesome. The big episode that blew my mind was the cabaret episode. She really shined in that and I loved it. I think that was absolutely amazing. I really wish in that episode they did way more about cabaret. Like I wish the whole episode was just the cabaret. That would have been really fucking awesome. I think that would have been unique. A lot of shows do like a musical kind of episode, but a lot of them don't have like a good reason. It's just like a weird like, oh, we're just a musical now. But this one would have been a beautiful way to rope in the fact that the whole episode's a musical, and it's because you're literally watching a musical. And I know they probably need copyrights that they can't just literally show the entire cabaret. But maybe you could have rewrote some of it to be unique, so that way there isn't copyrights. I don't know. I think it would have just been cool if that would have been a full musical episode, since there are a lot of musically talented people on here. Like, uh, there was the character where Noah Reed, who I love more than anything when you're watching a show and you don't realize that the actors are actually really, really, really good singers. And then all of a sudden the episode shows it and you're like, it's just the most goosebump producing mind, like just body tingling experience when he like does, he just busts out his guitar and he sings that remake of Tina Turner's um, um song. I forget what the damn song is right now, but it really was such an amazing episode. That was one of my favorite episodes. That and the cabaret episodes are like my favorite episodes. They're just really uh, unique, different, and show a lot of varied talent. And it's really cool that overall, and it's really awesome too to find out that, um, you know, Sarah Levy is also in this, which is um, Eugene's daughter, which is really cool that he has both his son and his daughter on the show which her character is you know i want to say that it's it's vital to the show but it's uh, i feel like it was another nepotism one where they're like let's just write a character in for her that she can do because i don't know if it's you know really crazy when it comes to acting prowess to step outside it's a pretty bland but it's it's great it, you know you need those supporting characters and i think she is super sweet she has her moments where she says some really cool things, but then most of the time it's just her being dumb, which I guess is can be funny. It can be funny, um, but sometimes I think it gets played out. But no, I like her. She's good. She I don't hate her as much as um, Moira and Roland. But it's just, it's a really great show. And it's really cool to, it's sad that it's, gonna be over i'm two episodes away from the finish of it all being gone and i'm super sad that it's gonna come to an end because it's been really consistently good it has been it's been unique i love david's character if we're gonna do least favorite i gotta say my favorite is david like dan levy the character he created so sassy so snarky 
super funny. It's so great. I see a little bit of myself in him when I'm at my most sassy. I could just see myself say something like that. I just, just so unique and different. You, I saw memes before I even saw the show. I'd keep seeing memes and different like things about him. And they're like, Hey, you got to check these out or top 10 David moments that are me. Or it was just a lot of about him. And I didn't realize it. And I watched the show and I'm like, I get it. 100%. I totally get it. He, he's definitely the star of the show. It may be fronted by Eugene, but Dan definitely figured out a way to write the best character and perform the best out of the entire show. And that, might be why he was able to host shit as himself before he even had his own like like anything really really a fame he just he's just a really great personality i guess he's he wrote this he's he's dashingly handsome which is really he's super stylish and in the show he's maybe just playing a, an eccentric version of himself and that's entertaining i literally am watching it for david and all the other characters have their moments, definitely. So I am sad that it's going to come to an end. But there is a, I think there's like a special thing coming, like that a behind the scenes or like an aftermath uh, thing on Netflix where I get to watch and see them like all talk about the show and that. So it's going to be cool to be able to see the old, you know, to see them talk about it afterwards and get a little bit more of the levies. I'm, I'm loving the levies. I really want to see what they do with this. It ended in 2020. So they have uh, some time. I haven't heard anything from them. Can, can you come back from this? And what I mean is, can you follow this up? I don't know. That's like an incredible character. Like sometimes you get pigeonholed in that. And I think that's what's going to happen. Cause it's so iconic of a character. I don't, I don't know shit. I don't know if I would mind if they, he just did a different version of that or if they did somewhat of a sequel or a spinoff. Oh my God, they should definitely do a spinoff. I don't know why they even ended it. From all the things I'm reading, it sounds like it's really Daniel's project, which is awesome. It's awesome that he had this vehicle to be able to work with his dad, his sister, and really create this and come together. And it's absolutely incredible. And the reason why it ended is, I guess, he's quoted as saying that I at no point wanted to compromise on quality or storytelling, which makes sense. A lot of people really milk their show until it becomes just not even um, a sliver of what it used to be. You see that all the time. You know, shows go seasons upon seasons past their prime, and it seems like he just saw it. And maybe foresaw it only getting more watered down. And he wanted to go out on top. I think a lot of people did that. And, you know, it's the best decision from them. Everybody, we all want more until it's not more of what we want. You know what I mean? We all want more until it's not more of what we want. So at the end of the day, he saw that it wasn't going to be what everybody was expecting. So I guess you just get to appreciate what was there. And then you get to hope there's something great. He comes up with next or the next show. And it's like many different shows I've watched that I think were good to the very end. And I would have loved more seasons. Would they have been good? 
I rather I'm not be compromised as well and have the good memories in my heart of going out on top. And I appreciate that Shit's Creek is doing that. And I have two more episodes. If I feel it necessary, I'll talk to you about how the, I feel after it's all done. But I just wanted to share with everybody Shit's Creek. Go check it out. It's, it's an awesome show. So thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or any comments, please don't hesitate to reach out. I would really love to talk about it. You can send me an email at roroartistry at gmail.com, or you can find me on Instagram, official Roro Artistry, TikTok, Roro Artistry. Just search Roro Artistry, Facebook, you'll, you'll find me, and I would love to talk to you. So thank you again for listening, and make sure you make today the best day yet. Take care.